Welcome to the Pineapple Couch with B-Rob. This is episode 48, and we got a fun episode for you guys today. We're going to be talking football with Andrew and Josh, as usual, but I wanted to start it off because there's some breaking news today about um, Eddie Van Halen passed away. And if you know me, and if you listen to this pod, I've talked about it multiple times. I'm a giant Eddie Van Halen fan, and, and Van Halen fan, obviously. Um, and I didn't really know how to address it on the pod. I didn't want to just like mention it. So I wrote some stuff down, and we'll see. I just thought, because of how much Eddie meant to me, I, I should say something. Um, so, it's it's really hard to put into words how much Eddie meant to me. I mean, him and Van Halen, the first music I remember loving in my life, and like remembering the words to the songs. I mean, I was probably three or four at the time when I really got into them, or really got into them, just enjoyed listening to them. But basically, ever since that moment in my life, I have loved music and specifically rock and roll and I really have Eddie Van Halen to thank for that because he's what hooked me um Van Halen one is a desert island album a desert island album is if you're stranded on a desert island what albums would you bring and for me Van Halen one is certainly right up at the top of that list and it's just perfect it's a perfect example of how fucking amazing Eddie Van Halen was his sound there's nothing like it there's never been anything like it before and I don't think we're ever gonna see anything like it again he was just so special and um not to get sappy but Van Halen and my love for them and how much I listened to them was really like a a big bond with me and my dad when I was growing up um we eventually ended up listening to tons of bands together and listening to music exploring music together and that's a big part of our relationship but it all started with van halen that was what lit the match and um i'll always be thankful for that with van halen um i could i want to talk about a few songs obviously i know there's so many but van halen when i just mentioned there's so many great songs the solo one running with the devil it's like a dream. It sounds like you're in a dream. I've always thought that how great that solo is. The the acoustic guitar and Ice Cream Man, how it builds up with the electric. Um, the beautiful harmonies on songs like Jamie's Crying, Feel Your Love Tonight. And then from then on, Eddie really never looked back. Songs like Unchained, Mean Street, Somebody Get Me a Doctor, and The Cradle Will Rock, and countless others were the ultimate pump-up songs for me in, like, middle school and high school sports, and it was just Eddie's guitar was just so exhilarating, I guess is the way to put it. Um, Eddie could do it all. He was a master of the guitar, a wizard, and my favorite thing about him was he always did it with a big smile on his face, and it was infectious. So uh, rest in peace to Eddie Van Halen. Thank you. And I love you. Pineapple Couch will be back after this.
All right, welcome on back to the Pineapple Couch. Uh, this is episode 48, as I mentioned, and we're going to do our weekly NFL deep dive with Andrew and Josh. But first, we're going to talk a little NBA and MLB. Um, I'd like to welcome on Josh. Josh, how you doing? Great. Still tired, but, you know, that's a given. It's, it's the... The Sunday night podcasts are much more lively, but we got the facts today, <laughs> folks. Don't worry. Big dog, my friend. I know it's it's a tough day, but how how are we feeling? It's better today than it was twelve hours ago, but mm-hmm. rest in peace, yeah. Padres. Still still stings. Still stings. Hey, some would say it was a fraudulent season, so the Padres like I mean, next year it's gonna be even better. Um sure all right, I wanna life, jump in yeah. <laughs> continue. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I'm a Chargers fan. Um, it's the same. Um, okay, so Josh, Lakers up three to one. Um, surprisingly, kind of close games in the last couple. Um, the Heat. There was a shot um, to make this a two-two series, but LeBron James closed the door. Credit to him. Um, it's three-one series. Goran Dragic is hurt. I think that's the biggest story of this series. I think the Heat were obviously big favorites, but Dragic going out. Wait, you think the Heat were favorites? I mean, the Lakers were big favorites. Okay. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Drogic going out. I mean, he—that's just like he was—he he was like twenty-two a game. He was leading them in the scoring in in the playoffs. I'm pretty sure coming into this series. So, um, Lakers were obviously probably going to win. Kind of sucks we didn't get to see Drogic. And I just really like Drogic. Uh, he tried really hard to get mm-hmm. back out on the floor and wasn't able to. Um, what are your takeaways from this series so far? I mean, it's kind of simple, right? Yeah, no, no, I 100% agree. Uh, Dragic, I, it's it's a real shame because he's one of the most competitive guys on the court. That also includes Jimmy Butler, which is insane. Um, and I, yeah, I, unfortunately, I think the series has just gotten away from the the Heat, and I think the Lakers should wrap it up tonight with all all things done. Uh, yeah, Adebayo looked good though. I would say. I mean, he's a game changer when he's on yeah. the floor. For sure. I mean, some of the passes he made, you just don't expect that from, uh, what is he? I guess he's not that tall. What is he, 6'9", I think? 6'10", maybe? 6'10"? I mean, he might be deceivingly. 6'9". Um, might, you might be right. 6'9", sounds right. Six, nine. Yeah. That's nice, Andrew. Nice. Um, I mean, I think the one thing to keep in mind about this Heat team is wasn't expected. They weren't expected to get like to the finals, and they have so many young pieces. And True. there's obviously a great coach and a good um, like locker room vibe, you know, or good culture. That's what I meant. Um, so I think the Heat are very dangerous going forward in the East, and I know that they do have cap space, so that is going to be very interesting. I wonder if they keep Drajic; he's going to be a free agent. So yeah, that's the thing is I think you kind of have to with all these young guys because we've seen how valuable he is in the playoffs. I think you got to sign him on for at least another year. I know he's. I, I saw he's like I think thirty five, thirty six now, right? I just mm-hmm. I feel like he's they're gonna probably want him to finish out his career. The market is gonna be so huge for him. I feel it like is. think about teams like the Lakers, think about teams like even the Bucks if they can get some cap space. A lot of teams would want to use him, especially after they saw it in this playoffs, which make might make his price a little more than it should be. But I mean I like Drajic, he worked hard. Okay. I mean um, worst case it. scenario I was gonna say is they could prob there's probably a Chris Paul deal to be made like they were uh predicted to make last year that they could still probably shoe in for uh, instead, do you bring you know? Chris Paul into that team? Or are I mean, you saying I, Dragic instead of Chris I'm Paul? Say, I, I like Dragic better, personally, for, obviously, because you don't have to give up anything, personally, obviously, for that reason alone. But, I mean, if you lose Dragic, I still think you want like a veteran locker room guy that also can handle the ball, and I think that's Chris Paul. So I think they're the Heat are set up pretty nicely going forward. 
Um, yeah, I mean, they're what, like three or four of their guys are on minimum rookie deals, basically very, yeah. very cheap. Um, so great yeah. scouting department. And uh, I would just like to say, Andrew and I look like we're going to be right in about five, this. baby. Lakers in five. It's in five. Lakers in five. I hate yeah, that we're no, right. I say about heat that, and four. Fuck LeBron. I said uh, it four. You might have, he said, I, I said heat and four. I think you said heat and three for some reason. Yeah, were they were going to win so, by so much in game one. Um, oh, you said seven uh, for, for your account. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm so. pulling up. We got a voicemail from friend of the program. Um, and guest Stephen Young, we got to get him back on soon. Maybe make this a four-man rotation because uh, Stephen's been—we've been talking a lot about gambling, and he's got some good picks that he should be sharing with us here. All right, so um, pulling it up. Where's this voicemail? All right, I'm gonna blast this through my mic. Um, yeah. What's up, B Rob and Big Dow? Uh, just listening to the Sunday Night Pod and got fired up when i heard brian just shredding lebron in a rant yep lebron is like top three biggest bitch in nba history but don't get me wrong lebron is a top two three basketball player but my gosh lebron is such a pussy might be one of the biggest hypocrites i've ever seen also there was a video where the lakers were in a huddle and he tells the team if they fall down the brothers on the team will always pick you up then here comes Kyle Kuzma, drives lane, tries to make a ridiculous Magic Johnson pass, falls down, and LeBron just stares at him and runs away. Like, what? Like, what are you talking about? Also, Kyle Kuzma is straight garbage. Dude hits two threes and starts saying he can make shots over Jesus. Cut me a fucking break. <laughs> Only reason your name comes up is because you're on a team with LeBron and AD, but that's a whole nother rant. The whole point of this rant is LeBron is soft. I love how Jimmy Butler took it to him put up an insane triple-double, and then told LeBron you're in trouble. Like, fuck yeah. Then LeBron just bitches out by walking off the court when he told his teammates in game one to not take plays off. Again, LeBron being hypocritical. And then when they asked him post-game, LeBron makes an excuse that he thought the game was over and he was frustrated. I would be frustrated too if I let Jimmy Butler walk all over me and if my son drinks wine at 13 and smokes joints on Instagram. (laughs) Be better, LeBron. You're a top two, three player ever. And you back down to alphas all the time. Love that take on your pod, Brian. Just want to share my input as well. Oh, wow. Stephen Young, always great to hear from him. That was him. awesome. Um, yeah, that was that was fire. I'm bringing my audio back down a little because I uh, powered it up for that. Um, I couldn't agree with what Stephen said more. Do, he took the words right from my mouth. You guys think Frank Vogel's a good coach, right? He's pretty good? No. You don't think he's good? No. Well, I mean, I think, no. okay, here's what, something I was thinking about the other day. I was like, why do people think Doc Rivers – or uh, no, no. After this season, you can make the argument that Frank Vogel is a better coach than Doc Rivers. The only because of what he did in Indiana and getting because Doc has one title and never got into the conference finals in L.A. And so Frank Vogel, I think he's a good coach, but when your coach, it doesn't matter who your coach is. When the that was my point is like the the credit has a coach ever gotten a little bit of credit when LeBron's on a team? Has a coach gotten this much credit ever for winning a championship? No, just this much. No, because even Spolstra. I mean, was and now people like I've liked Spolster for a while, and it's like people are finally realizing how good of a coach he is. It's like, well, he's always been a good coach. Like, there's the story of LeBron when he, um, I think it was about six or seven games into his first season at Miami, and he goes to Pat Riley and says, "Hey, we want a new coach." Blah 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 blah, and Pat Riley tells him to shut the fuck up and walk out of the office. Like, that's why LeBron left the Heat is because. 
Pat Riley is an alpha, and like Steven said, LeBron likes to get walked over by alphas. Again, shout out to Steven. Um, great voicemail if you guys want to do that. Uh, if you guys want to leave a voicemail, you can send it to brianrobbins54 at gmail.com, Twitter, or Instagram, um, the pineapple couch. You know how to do that. Um, all right, Andrew. Unfortunately, we got to get into a, a, a soft subject for your so, Yeah, soft subject. Uh, sore. Sore, sore subject. subject. The Los Angeles. I mean, I, I hate the Dodgers. The Dodgers swept the Padres. It sucks. Yeah, I saw it. How what we do? How, how what are we? How we feeling? What do we do moving forward? Um, I know it's it's a little too soon, but you got to talk. This is this is why we so, make the big bucks. Moving forward. So if you're moving forward, the Padres. I mean, you just got to keep doing what you. This is already sucks because you lose to the Dodgers, and you always want to losing the playoffs. You're like, oh, you finally get there, but once you're in there, it's like you don't want to lose. Like this was a great season because you didn't expect that much of the Padres. Mm-hmm. They had the third best record in baseball. Dodgers are just better. They're still way ahead of every single team by far, and it's freaking drives me insane. They've been ahead of every team for three years. How they haven't won yet, I don't know. So are they going to win Zero. this year? Zero championships. I don't know. Maybe something happens, and I they should win, as you saw. Okay, well, okay. well let's talk about this, because the next um, series you got in the NLCS, the Braves also swept the Marlins. The Marlins getting their first ever series loss in the playoffs, correct, Andrew? That is correct. The greatest yeah, postseason I franchise team in history is it's finally over for the marlins okay um, any chance are the braves better than the padres uh yeah they're like they're similar i just don't think the Braves. The, what do you have the, any chance against no, the Dodgers? because they, they don't have, have pitching? pitching it's the same thing and then yeah i don't i think the series would have gone in four games the way it just went like the dodgers just dominated even if the padres had clement or clement lamette or clevenger at the top of the rotation. I still think it goes mm-hmm. four games. Yeah. But it really sucks when you have to get into a bullpen game for four or five straight days and use eight or nine pitchers. By the way, did they even use Chris Paddock this series? So that's how much little they trust him now. Or whatever happened. Because he started the first postseason game, got lit up. They use mm-hmm. every pitcher but him. The whole series. That's weird. Um, the other side, how about the Astros? Have you been watching the Astros at all? Have you been watching? I've watched. I watched every single game. They destroyed I, the I, A's. They're good. They're so good. But I just love this. It sucked. No Matt Chapman just sucked. It did suck. I wanted to see. But I, and, and like, but I mean, the one thing the Astros did destroy the A's. The A's fought though. They did fight. But I mean, Carlos Correa. I hate him. Guys talking so much shit. Are the Astros gonna win the World Series? Are we getting Astros, Dodgers? And be Astros be, that's the best win. thing for baseball. It'll be the ultimate it's, fuck you. It's the best. We need we need the Yankees and Astros next round. That we need the Astros, Dodgers, and the championship again, World Series. That's exactly what baseball. Well, wouldn't baseball want Yankees, Dodgers? I, we want. I want series? Astros. I want to see the rematch. Well, no, I'm just saying, like the money wise, you would think. But yeah, for sure, it'd be um, Yankees, but, but. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk. Raise Yankees. We're tied up at two two. Um, okay. One thing from a gambling perspective that I've. First of all, I'm on fire lately betting on the MLB playoffs because I'm just betting overs, and it is hidden like a machine. So many runs, um, yeah. But also, the Rays, so correct me if I'm wrong, Andrew, the Rays had great success, almost dominance of the Yankees in the regular season. They did. Year, right? um, but- They're a plus 140 money line in every single game in this series because so many people like to bet on the Yankees. So there's incredible value there. My question to you is, are they going to win this series? No. Two, you, two? So the, here's why. You got Garrett Cole on four days rest. This is why you pay him oh, $330 million. Dollars. 
Tyler Glass now is the best pitcher, and I think he's really good, and that's awesome. The Rays are starting him on do, two days rest to like do the playoff thing. That's cool, except he should have started game one because now he has two days of rest, and he's never done that in his career. That's going to be really difficult. What about my boy, Charlie Charlie Martin, Martin he pitched game three. So that's like because they had Blake Snell lead it off, and I'm just saying you yeah. would want Glass now, Cole, yeah. full rest. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly, so like, like just imagine Yankees. for the Astros to flip everyone off. It's like they'd beat the A's, they could beat the Yankees, and they're going to play the fucking Dodgers because no one's going to stop that team right now. Could you imagine if they went through all three of those things and all the bullshit and everyone who's like the big bad four? I'm rooting for that like now. The, because the A's are gone. I wanted the A's to win, and now it's like, okay, Astros, just a big middle finger Car- to everyone. Carlos It'll Correa hit hilarious. 500 in that series, and he had three home runs, 11 RBIs. Altuve hit a oh, multi-home Altuve runs. Brantley hit a couple playing. home runs. Bregman hit Everyone's doing it, and they're doing it without Verlander and Colt. It's pretty Bregman, crazy. It, Bregman, I didn't ever know this about him. Maybe I'm just stupid, but my God, is he a great Oh, he's so good. He does. He's, he's like mean, he's just, just so smooth. The bare-handed. He just doesn't like, mess up. He's like Mookie Betts, dude. He just doesn't mess up. Yeah, it's fucking perfect. Um, okay, let's um, – oh, really quickly, I've been um, going to give out some college football picks. This is just uh, – I mean, I, I know a lot of you who are listening are probably going to do some college football plays on Saturday as well as Sunday for the NFL, so I thought I'd give out what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Clemson minus 14 versus Miami. I know Miami's number seven in the country, but I think Clemson's going to absolutely fucking blow the doors off them, and they are – as of right now, by far and away, the best team in the country. Um, Miami, Clemson, over 61 points, because I think freaking Clemson could put up 63. You know what I'm saying? Um, Florida, minus 7 versus Texas A&M. Um, I like Florida. I like their quarterback. Um, I think that uh, this should be about a 10-point line. So when it's at 7, I like it. Um, seven, I like it especially because it's a football and it's not 7.5 or something like that. Um, Louisville, Georgia Tech, over 65, going to be a lot of points. Um, Oklahoma sucks so much, Dick, and it's awesome, and I love rooting against them. So I'm going to take the Texas money line, which is even versus Oklahoma. I believe Oklahoma is a one-point favorite in that game. Um, Texas-Oklahoma over 72.5. I know that's a giant number, but come on. It's Texas and Oklahoma. Neither of them have defensive players. Yeah, I'm jumping so on that Texas game. Gonna... That's awesome. I didn't know they are playing Texas this week. Mm-hmm. And then um, Arkansas beat Mississippi State. Mississippi State beat LSU. So I think that Mississippi State is not terrible. And I think Arkansas being able to beat them means something. So I'm going to take the plus 14 versus Auburn. We'll ride it out. I want to. I think Arkansas is actually pretty frisky, and I don't believe in Auburn that much, especially after Georgia. Yeah, they had a really – I know Georgia has good defense, but it seems like even last year the it games was, that we watched, the Auburn low-scoring games a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And then um, I like Georgia minus 12.5 versus Tennessee. I think Tennessee um, is a team that everyone wants to be good. So whenever they do something early in the season that's exciting, they're going to get vaulted up. And I think Georgia's a really good team. So I'll take the minus 12.5. I'll lay the juice. I don't care. And then um, Florida State, Notre Dame, Florida State. Florida State is one of the worst teams I've watched this year. And um, Notre Dame's pretty fucking good. I'll take Notre Dame minus 21. I think they're going to beat them by like 35. So those are B-Rob's best bets for college football. And now let's get to the moneymaker, the bread maker, the NFL Week 5. We'll quickly touch on last night's game, and then we'll go through all the games and give out our best bets. How's that sound, gentlemen? Sure. Wonderful. Amazing. Um, you like? Did you like those picks, though? You like the little college football segment? Maybe get a little uh, 
Big Dog could record a little cool little thing on guitar for behind it. We can do that. We can, yeah. we can do a little college football game day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. Um, all right, Bucks Bears. Um, me and Andrew were actually talking yesterday because I believe this game started out at a six and a half point line or more, and it went all the way down to minus four Bucks, which I think that's got to be because of Godwin. Um, dude, the Bucks offensive line last night was fucking terrible. Yeah. It was a train wreck, and I'm, I've seen Brady mad. I don't remember ever seeing him that mad. Um, you know what I thought so I it do was, think Brian? That the Brady's what? second kryptonite in big dick Nick Foles. Eli Manning <laughs> and Nick Foles. Can't get past him. They just own them. He owns Tom Brady. Um, <laughs> Two people could say that. that. So uh, the Bears are, are, are the Bears legit? They're so confused. No, because they're not legit. I don't think they're legit. They're a wild card team, though, in consideration. I think because their schedule is going to be a joke. I think they're they're potentially the second best team in the NFC North now. Because I mean, who do you trust better, the Lions or the Bears? And I think it's got to be the trust- Bears, right, at this point. I guess. I mean, I just because they have a three-game head start at this right now. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I think that was just a weird game last night. Yeah, and I think that the Bucks Saints is going to be a battle in the NFC South, and I think um, I was thinking going into the season that the Saints and Bucks would have pretty good records. Now I'm looking at maybe it's like a ten and six team that wins that NFC South. For sure, I I think I I suggested that it was going to be another eight and eight winner oh, yeah, <laughs> down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're just going to beat each other up. Yeah, I th- I think so too because I think every single one of these teams. Minus maybe the Falcons, I think, can be competitive in some of these games, you know. And I mm-hmm. uh, easily, I think it's going to be like a split division series down there, or maybe it's just the Saints just fucking destroy the division like they always do. I, it's it's really up in the air. I don't like that division at all, and I'd probably stay away from that going forward. Yeah, it'll be. I think we'll learn a lot more about the Bucks and the Saints in like this next three week stretch yeah. as teams get a little more settled in. Um, Josh, did you have a point? Yeah, last thing I was going to say is uh, maybe uh, Father Time is maybe showing up, though, and Brady forgetting that last uh, that last down. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, I've never seen Tom Brady do that. 43-year-old didn't think it was fourth down. So, you know, I mean, you know, maybe there's a little bit of boomer in it. So. <laughs> Starts wow. happening. Shots fired from Josh. All right, let's um let's go through week five. Um, Cardinals at Jets. So right now it's all up in the air with that game because I believe a couple of players on the Jets got uh, tested yeah. positive for COVID. So now the Cardinals aren't sure if they're gonna fly to New York. It's a whole thing. I mean, maybe it gets pushed back to Monday or Tuesday, but there's a lot of games they're pushing back already. So that's the, that's what I know about that. But I'm just gonna treat it right now like it's gonna happen for purposes of this. But I'm not gonna give out any best bets on games that I don't think are gonna happen. I mean, cause actually, you can if you want, because if it doesn't happen, then just nothing happens. What do you guys think? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I, all well, right. I was going to say, though, if this game does happen, Cardinals minus seven is ridiculous, and I would I would hammer that if if it does happen. Yeah, same. Yeah. So, um, Cardinals minus seven, uh, Jets money line plus 250, the over-under is 47. Uh, weird enough, Cardinals, you think Kyler Murray, big offense, though. The total's gone under in six of Arizona's last nine games. And then, I mean, like Josh is saying, of 
the Arizona minus seven being good. Jets are one and four against the spread in their last five games, and they're one and four straight up as well. So I'm with Josh. I'm going to make that a best bet. Cardinals minus seven. Um, yeah, if it happens, I I for sure am putting that down for sure because that's that's easy. The Jets are the worst team in the league, and it's and I don't even think it's close. And anything less than a touchdown or like exactly a touchdown, touchdown or less is like a must bet, I feel like, against mm-hmm. this team. And I feel like this is an important game for the Cardinals, don't you, Andrew? 100%. Um, I'm staying away, though, because I've been under the last two weeks, and they've pissed me off. And s- eventually the Jets are going to have to play a close game. Le'Veon Bell's coming back <laughs> this week. I don't know. They they split his carries, though, the first week even. Yeah. So he only but... was on the field like 60 or 50% of the time. I mean, they don't trust him, I don't think, either, which is – Adam I don't Gase think Adam Gase trusts himself. <laughs> no. Um, okay, so we'll go on to the next game. Um, Panthers at Falcons. The Falcons are favored by one point. The Panthers' money line is even over under at 54. Um, the total has gone over in seven of uh, the Panthers' last ten games. The total has gone over in four of the last Atlanta's last five games. I'm going to be taking the over as a best bet in Panthers-Falcons. Andrew, what do you see here? I would lean towards just taking the Panthers' money line right away. But that would be my best play, but no best bet here. What do you think, Josh? Josh? I would do best bet Panthers' money line. I think that's that's good. They've they've treated me well, and uh, I've, I've been rewarded the past couple of weeks, and I'm officially a ride or die for the Panthers, I think. It would, uh, McCaffrey-less Panthers team. Yeah, Josh likes... <laughs> Carolina is two and ten straight up in their last twelve games. But what are they're one and one without McCaffrey, right? <laughs> That's true. That's Josh's whole thing. And they they looked good too last week. They could have done it better without Christian yeah, McCaffrey. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe. Uh, um, and Julio Jones is questionable. Um, I haven't gotten any updates on that. See, but this so is where the Falcons in the middle of the season. This is where they keep Dan. See, I just don't want to touch the they Falcons. Start winning something. I see. That's or... why I'm touching the over. I think these teams don't play much defense, and that's what we'll see. Josh, your hand is in the air. What's yeah, up? Yeah, sorry. They're they're actually two and zero without McCaffrey. By the way, for the record, they they beat Arizona last week. So then the last twelve games, they're zero and ten with um, McCaffrey. Only two times they've won. They're zero and ten. Yeah, that's funny shit. <laughs> okay, maybe Josh has something to it. If if um, this all right. is right, I'm I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm I'm gonna be fucking so happy if I'm actually right about this one. Yeah. Wow. Look at you just hating on Christian McCaffrey. Good old Stanford boy. Um, okay, this next game is a great game. I just don't know if it's going to happen, when it's going to happen. It's Bills at Titans. It's going to be played Tuesday at 6 p.m. If there are no more positive tests starting as of like two hours ago, there's been quite a few positive tests on the Titans. So flip a coin with this game. I mean, it's things are so up in the air with this game that the money line, there's no money line available. There's no over-under available. The only thing, and you can't even bet this on Bovada. You can, this is just like the opening line that when you go look on websites, the only thing that's there is Bills minus 8.5. Um, obviously, Andrew, we talked about Titans plus 8.5. That's a lot of points. Bills play close games. But we can't. There's, n- there's no play on it, right? How? Yeah, I just don't know. Like, How many people have COVID or wouldn't play for the Titans this week? I think it was like 15 to So 20. their defense doesn't play this week. Is that what they're... Well, I don't know. It's like there's like 250 people in the in the organization. You know what I mean? Like, I would still take I just don't Titans know. plus 8.5 because I just think that's too many points for a team that's 3-0. and 
And if you have Derrick Henry yeah, and Tannehill just... and a couple, like they're gonna still play really tight. Cause... Yeah, my only worry with that is, is like I don't think we can give that out because I think what's if this game happens when it's available to be bet on, I think it's gonna go down to like four and a half. If five. it's eight and a half or seven and a half like that, I'm taking the Titans, and that counts. Otherwise, if it changes to like okay. three, then no play. Yeah. Okay, sounds good. Josh, anything? I was going to say, um, are there any bets on whether or not the Titans can forfeit this game? Because they also just violated protocol this week as well. So, I mean, e- even if it does happen, I, is it just an automatic win for the Bills? No, never. I hope so. I hope not. Go Bills, go. <laughs> Josh Allen 5-0 without even yeah. taking the field. Um, okay, so let's go to this next game. Bengals at Ravens. Joe Burrow just got his first of NFL win last week. Um, Ravens are favored by 13 points. The Bengals' money line is plus 550 over under 51. Um, one thing to note about Joe Burrow, he likes to cover. They're 4-0-1 against the spread this year, um, or in the last five. Yeah, this year. Um, the over has been hit in six of Cincinnati's last eight games. I mean, but also Baltimore is 15 and two straight up in their last 17 games. I have a little teaser, maybe potentially later with the Ravens, but me too, B. I got something. Oh, big dog, you dirty dog! You got me in on these teasers. I'm just, I'm easily impressionable. Um, wait, did I take Panthers Falcons over? Yes, I did. Okay. Um, Bengals Ravens. Is there anything to really say about this game, Josh? Um, you know, I. I kind of I'm this isn't a best bet, but like Bengals plus thirteen is kind of tasty. Especially Lamar Jackson missed. He uh, just got back from practice. He today. Just, he he's getting hurt. From practice. He's he's, he's maybe hurt. not a hundred percent. He reported he was, but I'm just saying maybe this Ravens offense looks a little not great. And uh, I I think plus thirteen is is kind of tasty, but I I don't think I can take it. But it's 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 interesting. I would tease it down though for sure. Um, I just don't like any of the other games to really tease down. But we tease up. I, I I really I like that play uh, on the tease. All right, all right. Um, shocking that a running back who uses <laughs> speed and agility to his advantage a lot is getting hurt. <laughs> How's Todd Gurley doing this? <laughs> <Not, it's, laughs> um. Okay. So let's go to the next game. Sorry. Um, Jaguars at Texans. Texans are favored by six points. The Jags money line's at plus 205. You can get the over-under. It's at 54.5. Um, Jacksonville, the total's gone over in four of their last five games. Um, this is a no play for me because the Texans, who knows what the fuck's going on because no Bill O'Brien. But then also Gardner Minshew just will randomly throw for 370 yards and three touchdowns. And it's just like, oh, okay. So this is a stay away from me. Do any of you guys have action no. on this game? Very unpredictable to me. Yeah, no, no, I, yeah. I, this is one, I think this is going to, this is one of the most unpredictable weeks we've had. And it's just so, bear with us, folks. We're trying to get a grasp on what is going on. Um, let's go to the next game. Bottom of the barrel for these picks, honestly. Yeah, yeah Raiders is- at Chiefs. The Chiefs are 11.5 point favorites. You can get the Raiders money line at plus 440. The over under is 56.5. I said last week on this podcast that I would be, um, betting on the Chiefs spread every single game for the rest of the season best bets and I will continue that now Chiefs minus 11 and a half is the best bet for B-Rub I think they're gonna absolutely shit on the Raiders the Raiders suck the, the Chiefs are the best team in the league they're gonna go 16 and 0 and they're gonna win the Super Bowl 
they're fucking unstoppable. What do you guys think? I think it's the same thing where I'd take the Chiefs. Uh, spread with you every week you so uh, i'm you, gonna you take did. minus 11 and a half and they covered Let's go or they won 26 10 last week and it wasn't pretty so pat mahomes gonna be pissed off and they're home they're, they're gonna kill the raiders mm-hmm. i couldn't agree more um josh what do you think about this game uh i like the over but i i think it's a it's a no play for me on this one uh, this is the last week. I think I have nothing on the Chiefs. Uh, coming up, though, they have a really, really fucking easy schedule after the Bills game. And, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be all Are the Raiders and a tough team? Against the Bills. No, I don't think yeah, so. What, but, what, are, what are you talking about here? What is suck balls. Do you like the Raiders, Josh? I, not like... I like them a little. Oh, my I think God. They're, they're a offense. little bit. What is it? It's John Gruden. Why do you like the Raiders? Gruden. I just think that they can keep it close, and that's the one thing I'm worried about. Keep that's it the only close. thing I'm worried about. If I can see Derek Carr throw the ball more than six yards in a big drive in the fourth quarter, then I'll believe it. Let's go sure. Rams at Washington football team. Rams are favored by seven and a half. You can get the Washington money line at plus two eighty five, over under forty five. The total has gone over in five of the last uh, seven Rams games. Washington's won five and one against the spread in their last seven games. They're going to be starting. Um, What's his name? Kyle, uh, the Kyle, um, Kyle, Kyle Allen. Allen. Kyle oh, yeah. Allen. Yeah, he's going to be starting this week. Dwayne Haskins is not. Um, I am notorious for liking to bet on the Rams, but I don't like this seven and a half. I think that it's going to be closer because I don't think the Rams are as good as they're showing. And I think that they're going to win this game. But over the next couple of weeks, we're going to start seeing the cracks of how they just barely win these games and stop covering. Maybe I could be wrong, but I just am not going to play this. What do you guys think? I like Washington. Yeah, I think. Go ahead for Josh. Sorry. Andrew, sorry. Uh, the uh, the Giants game, I think, showed me a lot. They won that game by – did they win it by a touchdown in the end, I want to say? Right? Is that is that right? I think it was, they yeah. didn't cover, I remember. But uh, it that, that game was ugly. And I want nothing to do with this Rams team um, going until they show me otherwise after that game. Because I know these are easy games for them to win. I expect the Rams to win. I definitely don't expect them to cover, though, honestly. Uh, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Cam Akers is, is an interesting storyline in this game, yeah. seeing how he comes the, back. The Washington out. defensive line, too, if um, Chase Young's healthy is no joke. So that could be interesting to see. Um, all right, let's go into the next game. Eagles at Steelers. The Steelers are a 7.5-point favorite. Get the Eagles money line at plus 265, over under 44.5. I actually have two best bets on this game. I have the Steelers minus 7.5, and, and I have over 44.5 points. Um, I think this is the, the Eagles got their garbage win against the Niners. They still looked like shit. Um, and I think this is the week that Andrew and I have really been waiting for when Big Ben just freaking lets it loose. And I think the Steelers are going to score a lot. You're going to see some Juju Smith-Schuster, James Connors, all those good young wide receivers they have. Um, did they get Eric Ebron, Andrew? Steel- yeah, they did. Yeah, and I think we're going to see him. I think that the Steelers are going to wax the Eagles. Um, and I'm even fine. I was at 7 originally, so I wish I had it that, but it's 7.5 now. I'll take the 7.5, and, and I'll take the over 44.5 points. <sighs> I'm looking at... Seven and a half scares me. I'm ta- I'll take the over with you, though. I like the over. 44 and a half. I mean, 44 that and seems a half, that's pretty, pretty low. Pretty low. Especially the Steelers didn't play last week. I mean, I know it's like a bye week, but they'll probably be a little sloppy here and there on defense. And so the Eagles have mm-hmm. to get a 
freaking touchdown there. Yeah, um, I agree completely. Let uh, Josh, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm gonna take the over as well on this one. Sweet. Uh, oh, we're so, all in on even the, the last yeah. game. It's a lot of like low 40s this week. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, yeah. it's I, it's it's all easy. over the fucking place. Steelers um, okay, seven next... and a half is too much, though. Is what I was gonna say. That's yeah. I just feel like the Eagles are gonna get some garbage time scores to ruin. Eagles it. are in first place, boys. So <laughs> the first place, that's so, that's Philadelphia joke, Eagles. Bro. Let's go. Okay, um, let's go. Now we're gonna go to the one p.m. game specific time. Um, Colts at Browns. Colts are favored by a point. Um, Browns money line is minus one hundred five. The over under is forty seven and a half. I think that there's so much hype on the Browns after they beat the Cowboys. Nobel Odell Beckham Jr. looks good. And oh my gosh, first of all, breaking news, the Cowboys suck. So do the Browns. Who has the best defense in the NFL? I think the Colts do. Who has the best secondary and cornerbacks in the NFL? I think the Colts do. And so you're going to get that Baker Mayfield and them coming in all confidently. Colts minus one. That is my lock of the week. Colts minus one. Is my lock of the week? You uh, you you froze again, B. Rock. I know Colts minus one is my lock. That's of my the lock week. too. The only thing that seemed reasonable yeah. looking at this, that was the first game that caught my eye. Totally agree. I'm I'm all in there with you. And too. just be ready, B. Rock. Colts are Colts if are Baker good. Mayfield Browns beats Philip Rivers. You will hear from us next. Oh, you hear from us Sunday night. You despicable little It's not fuck. gonna happen, I'm just saying. <laughs> You're a Philip Rivers I am, guy. And that's why I'm putting my money on him, but I'm gonna let that. you know if we if he fucks this up, you're gonna hear it. Talk to him. Give him a phone call and oh, be like, hey, happen. Josh and Andrew bet on you this week. Please. Yeah. This He doesn't know who you are. He only cares about me. He knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's a big listener. Shout out to Phil. We love you. Um all right, next game we're all on Colts minus one. Um Giants at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored by eight and a half. Giants money line plus three ten over under fifty four. No play. Don't want to touch either of these shitty ass teams. Um, I don't want to watch yeah. this game. <laughs> what do you guys think? I won't be watching this game either. I could see it being forty to ten, and I could see the Cowboys making it really close and winning like nineteen to thirteen. I think this is the game Daniel Jones looks decent again, to be honest. This defense is terrible for Dallas. Uh, and I, I like Dallas in this game, just not eight and a half points. I, I think they're going to... That's a lot. They're going to they're gonna destroy this division, Dallas, I think, once they finally... If destroy they won't even get it together. <laughs> I, they're gonna, I think they could go... They could easily win out this division. I don't see it happening, but I think they, they easily have the, the weapons to do so on offense at the least. Um, but yeah, no, no, no. Eight and a half is way too many points, and Dallas has played it close every fucking game so far. So I'm not, I'm out. Okay. Um, let's go to the next game. We got the Dolphins at 49ers. Um, Jimmy G and Mostert are questionable. It looks like they're not going to play as of right now. 49ers are favored by nine. Dolphins money lines plus 315. Over under is 46 and a half. I've been comfortable betting on the Niners without Jimmy G with that spread until the Eagles game last week. Minus nine is just too much for me. I'm going to stay away. I have enough plays this week. I don't like that. The Dolphins are kind of pesky, in my opinion, and they have a good defense. Have the Dolphins so, uh, won what yet? What do you think, guys? Uh, yeah, they be- yeah, they beat the Jaguars. That's right. I was like, yeah. 
Okay. I, I, I'm leaning. I'm not going to do anything. Make it the best pick, but I'm leaning Miami, too. They're good. Okay. I also, Josh? I, uh, are we getting uh, uh, CJ beat hard? Or are we getting uh, Bathard? You mean CJ Bathard? <laughs> no, I know. I've been calling him B hard. I think it's funnier. Uh, but yeah, I we're getting Bethard, right? Like Bethard outplayed Mullins for sure, right? Like that's, oh yeah, 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 definitely. If if Garoppolo Bethard was uh, George Kittle's college quarterback, so I mean and that's that why George Kittle went off. <laughs> a full game of Bethard might be interesting if they can continue how they look towards the end of that game because he looked decent down the stretch. I mean, if we're talking six and a half, I take it. It's just nine points is too much for me. I agree, and that's why I. It's a no play for me, but I, I'm with Andrew. The plus nine for Miami is a little bit more tasty. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we got two. Uh, okay, we got. Let's go to this. We'll do the Sunday night football game, and then we have a game that was post. And then, actually, yeah, we'll do the Sunday night football game, and then we'll do. We'll have two or three games to talk about on um, Sunday night's pod because the Patriots Broncos was moved back to Monday at 5 p.m. And then the Bills uh, Titans barring no positive tests will be Tuesday at about 6 p.m. So um, let's go to our last game we're going to be talking about on this pod, which is going to be a very fun pod to edit thanks to Wi-Fi. Um, Vikings at Seahawks. The Seahawks are minus seven, so they're seven point favorites. The Vikings money line you can get at plus two sixty five. Over under is fifty seven and a half. Let Russ cook. Seahawks minus seven. Best bet. What do you guys think? Go for it, Josh. I'm right there with you. Uh, I've been a very happy Russ Wilson uh, fantasy owner this year, and um, same, same, yeah. same. And uh, I'm gonna let it ride. Let's go minus seven against the okay. shitty Vikings. Um, Andrew, any plays here for you? I'm staying away. I don't. This Viking team's weird to me, and they just. And I just see a close game. Seahawks win, but I don't know. Seven's up too much for me. Seahawks defense has been really bad too. Their secondary. Yeah, a lot of banged up secondary. Yeah, really uh, banged uh, up. Aside from Jamal Adams, he's he's looked really good, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay, yeah, that's so- that's to your point, Andrew. Yeah. Let's so now let's um um just give out our final cards and then we'll wrap it up and we'll be back on Sunday night. How's that sound? Okay. Yep. Okay, uh Josh, how about you go first and then Andrew you go and then I'll wrap it up. So uh asterisk on the cards game, but Cardinals minus seven. Uh so hopefully if that goes in, that would might even be my lock, but instead my mm-hmm. lock goes to Colts minus one. Uh, I got the Panthers money line, which I'll probably fr- uh, regret, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it. Let's go. I wanna I wanna do something with it. And uh, the over Steelers, what was it, 44 and mm-hmm. a half, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's all I have on my card, unless I missed mm-hmm. one. But I think that's it. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Big so lock is Colts minus one. If the Titans play, take them plus eight and a half. Then I have the over as well, 44 and a half in Pittsburgh. Got a little teaser for you. Uh, Oh, give it to me. I wonder if so, I have it. I'm very curious. It's the Chiefs minus five and a half. Oh, I have the Chiefs minus 11 and a half, too. Just put the Chiefs in every single week because yeah, I forget yeah. that. Chiefs minus five and a half for the teaser. I have the Chargers plus 14. I know it's Monday night, but I'm throwing the Chargers plus 14 in there. And then Mr. Okay. Joe Burrow at plus 19 points. How could you not? I like that. Plus 19. I like that. That's a good pick. So, okay. Um, Is that your this, full card? Yes. All right, boys. I have a. I'm 21, 13, and one. I am hot, and I have a nine play card for this Sunday 
of football. I could not be more excited. My lock, Colts minus one. But I will take KC, Kansas City Chiefs, minus 11.5. I'm going to take Pittsburgh, minus 7.5. I'm going to take Seattle, minus 7. I'm going to take the Cardinals, minus 7. I'm going to take the over 44.5 in Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. I'm going to take the over 54 in Panthers, Falcons. And then I have two, two teasers for you. The first teaser, Seahawks, minus 1. Ravens, minus 7. Rams, minus 1. Oh, that's good. Second teaser. Cowboys minus two and a half, Chiefs minus five and a half. Put it in the books. We are going to win money this weekend on the pineapple couch. Um, what do you guys think of those? Yeah, can I hop in on that? Actually, that Cowboys Chiefs teaser is, is actually yeah, yeah. really yeah, good. Yeah, throw it in as yeah. the best bet for yeah, you. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I really like those. All right, boys. Um, pleasure as always. Um, we will be talking this weekend as we prepare for the Sunday night pod, but uh, I look forward to talking to you guys then. Um, and yeah, rest in peace, Eddie Van Halen. Thank you.